guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Let's face it, if you want to get bigger biceps, then you're going to have to curl. Because if you think about our bicep exercise options, pretty much every single one of them involves some sort of a curl. We're going to learn to flex our elbows, supinate our wrists, and maybe even bring our elbow up in front of us with some shoulder flexion. Now that being said, it doesn't mean that you're getting everything you can out of the curls you're doing now. I'm going to show you five ways today that you can improve your curls right away to start getting a lot more out of your exercises, make that old boring curl a lot more effective. Alright, let's get started. Okay, the first thing you're going to want to do is make sure that when you're doing your dumbbell curls, you're not supinating too early. You see, it makes a big difference, even just a fraction of a second, where you start to do your supination when you do your curl. If you do this and you turn and supinate and then curl, right? Turn and supinate and then curl, you're missing a large opportunity to get larger biceps. Because what you want to do is knowing that the biceps will turn the wrist over is actually allow them to do some of that work against gravity. If I'm turning as the dumbbells are coming up, now I'm actually doing some work. If I'm down here in the bottom and I just turn this, there's no work at all being done by the biceps. None, because we're not lifting the weight against gravity. So make sure you're not turning and then curling, but you're turning and curling at the same time to get a lot more out of this. Number two, while we're on the topic of supination, here's the thing you might want to try. We call this a shift grip. What we do is for a shift grip is you're going to move your thumbs all the way up to one side of the dumbbell, all the way to the end, so that when we look inside the hand here, you've got a lot more dumbbell towards this end. What that's going to do, guys, is, is force your wrist into more pronation, right? Because we've got more weight down this side, it wants to do this. So in order to activate the biceps more and to work the biceps more, you're going to have to overcome more weight to turn your wrist over and supinate it and therefore work the biceps even more. So try just using a shift grip on all your dumbbell curls and you'll see that as you get to the top, you have to supinate with a little bit more force and therefore activate the biceps even more. The third big mistake on the way to bigger biceps is forgetting the most important part of the lift, and that is the actual end of the lift. See, most guys will bring that weight up and then just drop the weight down, forgetting all about the eccentric portion. If you've heard me talk about the eccentric portion of any lift, you know how important it is. But here's the best part about an eccentric bicep curl. You are given the luxury here to go heavy and go hard and not have to worry about the potential ramifications of that rep. If we're doing eccentrics for a bench press, that bar can potentially come crushing down on us if we don't have good eccentric control. If we're doing a squat, that bar can, become, can come crashing down on us if we don't have good eccentric muscle control. What are the ramifications here if we go to eccentric failure on a bicep curl? Nothing. The weights will fall down on our sides here. So that gives you free license to make sure that you can load up on the eccentric here and really control it on the, on the way down for every single rep. Don't cheat it. Nut up and do this. Push yourself hard here. I guarantee it's going to be one of the most effective ways for you to bump up the growth you see from just a standard bicep curl in your bicep workouts. Breaking out the athlete blocks here to illustrate our next point, and that is you don't always want to perform your dumbbell curls in the same manner all the time because a lot of times that way is the easy way. You've probably seen an alternating dumbbell curl and performed an alternating dumbbell curl and then done them at the same time. We know, just from the look on my face, that doing them together is a lot harder than doing them one at a time. Why is that? The weight might be the same that your bicep is lifting, but you're never an isolated bicep. When you're an athlete, when you're training like an athlete, you're a, a complete unit starting from the ground up. And when I move this dumbbell up, I have to be able to stabilize from the bottom up and through my core 50 pounds of weight moving forward. 
Now, if I do them together, I have to be able to stabilize 100 pounds of weight moving at the same time in front of me. So there's a lot more demand on my core and on my lower body to be able to do that. So what are you supposed to do? If your biceps are a weak point, maybe the challenge on your lower body and core isn't absolutely necessary at this point, so you might want to focus on doing the alternate version so it allows you to really focus on contracting the muscle you're trying to work and develop. However, in the long run, if you can get your biceps strong and bigger and then get yourself back to doing them together, now you've got all the benefits of training like an athlete because you're on your feet, you've got core stability from the ground all the way up to your arms, and now you're functioning and moving and training like an athlete. Finally, the last thing I see a lot of guys get wrong when they're doing their bicep training is they forget to bring the weights up high enough because they're ignoring one of the three major functions of the biceps that we covered in the beginning. Yes, it bends the elbow, flexes the elbow. Yes, it will turn and supinate the wrist, but it also, like I said, brings the uh, shoulder up into flexion in front of us so that we hit the long head of the bicep. So when you do your curls, if you stop here or if you stop here, you're missing out on an opportunity to get even more bicep contraction by at least bringing them up to nose height. So you can bring them up and get them just a little bit higher. So now we've got the extra contraction here on the bicep, just a little bit more to give you that little bit of extra tension that could make all the difference over time from workout to workout to helping you grow those biceps once and for all. So there you have it guys, there's five ways to fix some of the most common errors we see in bicep training so at the end of the day, you can start building much bigger biceps right away. And these are things that are rooted in biomechanics, muscle physiology. We do try to put the science back in strength in what we do here in Athlean X, and this is what allows us to bring you guys not just the here's what to do, but here's why you do it. If you're looking for a complete training program that will train you like an athlete, what I always stress here at AthleanX, then head to AthleanX.com right now. Build much more than bigger biceps, guys. Build a powerful body from the ground up. And in the meantime, if you found this video helpful, make sure you leave your comments a thumbs up. Share it with anybody you think it might help as well. And I'll make sure I'm uh, back here in just a couple days to do more of what you guys want to see. Leave below the types of videos that you want me to make, and I will make sure that I do that. All right, guys, I'll see you back here in just a couple days.